Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Mr. Schnooze, the manager of the Fluesville factory, bringing you Flues Mania, the fun-filled Flues challenge for kiddos of all ages. Now, today is Joke Fest Day, where I'll be telling five jokes and sharing a tongue twister that you can attempt to say. You can even learn my hilarious jokes, too, and share them with your friends. As long as you give me proper credit, of course. Don't go passing these off on your own. No one would believe you anyway. They're clearly schnooze originals. Now, come along with me down to my joke vault. This is where I keep my very best jokes safe and sound, so nobody nicks them. I'm looking at you, Chuck Lorry. Now, what type of jokes should I tell today? Jokes about whales. They're pretty killer. Uh, Maybe a traffic joke. No, that'll put a stop to the fun. Uh, Maybe a jewellery joke. They're as good as gold. Uh, No, 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 no. How about... Oh, I know, this is a good one. Well... I just ate uh, uh, delicious fizz bar, and that's all that's on my mind right now. Actually, come to think of it, that's always what's on my mind. I love fizz bars. So, I think it's high time we tell some jokes about food. Now, these jokes are, well, pretty sweet, wouldn't you say? Food-based comedy is something you can really sink your teeth into. (laughs) Ah, Mr. Snooze, don't give away all the good stuff too soon. All right, kiddos, here we go. Five funny jokes about food. Food joke number one. What do you call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. (laughs) Nacho cheese. Ah, Do you get it? It sounds like someone with poor articulation saying not your, which would be more appropriate, although still not grammatically correct response. What do you think, Bob, the station manager? Are we off to a good start? Or is that joke a bit too... uh, Cheesy. 
Bob? Hello. Bob, uh, look, for those at home, Bob is pretending to be asleep, which is his own special little brand of comedy. Oh, wait, he's... He's snoring. I guess he, uh, he commits to the bits, I suppose. All right, well, let's just keep going. Lots more culinary comedy coming right up with food joke number two. <coughs> Why shouldn't you tell an egg a joke? Because it might crack up. See, Bob, the crickets think it's funny. That is uh, cricket laughter, right? Ah, cracking up. That one gets me every time. The common phrase for laughter, but also descriptive of an egg's shell. Cracking up. Never gets old. Eggs do always make a good uh, yolk. <laughs> I'm crying. Bob, yolk sounds like joke, which is exactly what we're doing here. Eh, uh, Bob? Well, 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 if he doesn't wake up, I guess Bob's going to miss out on lunch today. <sighs> oh, and welcome back to the land of the living, Bob. Now focus up and prepare for the funny. Fabulous food joke number three. Last week, a friend of mine told me she wanted to make homemade ice cream. I thought, now that's a genius idea. Throw in some fizz bars for a bit of extra crunch. I asked her, I said, where are you going to learn to make iced cream? She looked me dead in the eye and she said, well, isn't it obvious, Mr. Schnooze? I'm going to Sunday school. <laughs> Comedy. Thy name is homonym. Do you get that one, Bob? Sunday school, a religious study day for children, but also a Sunday. There's a common configuration of iced cream and various toppings. <laughs> ah, fooey to you, Bob, the station manager. I'd like to see you come up with a perfectly constructed piece of comedy like that. <laughs> what? Okay, you're writing something on a piece of paper. That's it, that's it. You're trying, that's all I ask. He's secretly getting involved actively. Isn't that what we all want? I got you, Bob. Pass it over here. Pass me the piece of paper. All right, for those playing at home, he's passing a piece of paper to me across the desk with, of course, his own little joke on it. It says... <coughs> The biggest joke is this job. Oh, a bobbert! Oh, oh, there's another side. All right, let's have a look here. <coughs> what do you give a sick lemon? Lemon aid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob, did you just press the laugh track button? You're aware I know it is just the two of us in this studio. And there you have it. As for the joke, you know I pride myself on supporting up-and-coming comedians. 
Let me know when you find one. Well, that's not a very polite gesture, Bob. I was just kidding. I was just joking. You might need to learn a bit about it. I give your perfectly good lemon joke an 8 out of 10 for effort. See, no need to be so sour. <laughs> Do you like that one, Bob? <laughs> okay, you're making it very clear. We should just move on to our last joke in our food joke fiesta. <clears throat> what is a pretzel's favorite dance? The twist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, enough, Bob. You win, you win. You got me back. You got me back. I can see now how I reacted to your courageous comedic commitment was inappropriate. I also see now that you just didn't get the joke. See, pretzels have a twist in them, and the twist is also a popular dance move popularised among teenagers in the late 1950s. <laughs> we have arrived now at the tongue twister of the day on Mania, and I think it's best we dive straight in so Bob can't scream at me again. This is a very exciting moment. I'm going to say the tongue twister... And then you can try and say it too. Oh, then we'll really get going and see if we can say it three times fast. Are you ready, Flues Mania kiddos? Here you go. Between 10 and 2, the teacher times the tween toboggan team. Now that's got my tongue well and truly twisted. But... I am going to try and say it three times really, really fast. And you can say it along with me. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Between two and ten, the teacher times the tween tomato tins. Besides Theodore and Tony teaching rhymes, the gelato grins. Bees and trees have little knees and the preacher's line shiny bins. Oh, phew. <laughs> I'll tell you this. That was one of the trickiest tongue twisters I ever did say. I'm 98% sure I got it 100% right. Oh dear, how did you go? I hope you did better than I did, trust me. Let's say it together, all right? We'll say it slowly this time, ready? I'm not, but I hope you are. Ready? Here we go. And slowly, between 10 and 2... The teacher times the tween toboggan team. <laughs> there, we finally got it. Well done, well done to me. What a delightful time we have had telling school jokes and doing that challenging tongue twister on the Flues Mania show. Hello, it's Mr. Schnooze, the manager of the Fluesville factory, bringing you Flues Mania, the fun-filled Flues challenge for kiddos of all ages. Today is Joke Fest Day, where I'm going to tell you, lucky lot, five fascinatingly funny jokes. And, just because I'm ever so generous, I'll be sharing a tongue twister that you can try and say. (laughs) 
But let's see if you're as good as I am. You can learn my hilarious jokes too and share them with your friends as long as you include proper credit. Now come with me down to my joke vault. This is where I keep my very best jokes so nobody nicks them. You hear that, Dane Cook? I'm on to you. Now, what type of joke should I tell today? Jokes about bunnies? Uh, no, I'll rabbit on too much. Uh, jokes about cars? Uh, they are really good jokes. Uh, uh, maybe a good coffee joke. No, been there, done that. Oh, I know. Ah, today I'm telling five jokes about dinosaurs. I was inspired by the sheer destruction of my factory floor yesterday. Machines malfunctioning, boxes destroyed, fizz bars akimbo. Here I was thinking a T-Rex had stomped through. Turns out, A, they're extinct, and B, of course it wasn't. It was obviously Waffle and Martha playing, and I quote, Tornado Twins. The security footage shows them spinning around and round and round, crashing into things until Waffle threw up an entire watermelon. Intact! <coughs> Okie doke, I think that's enough of that. Let's get on to five funny jokes about dinosaurs. Destructive dinosaur joke number one. What do you call a dinosaur? that has no eyes. Do you think he saw us? <laughs> so the joke is, names of dinosaurs often end in the classification saurus, which is a homonym for saw us, as in we have been seen by. <laughs> oh gosh, that's good. And good comedy will never go extinct. Uh, what's that, Bob, the station manager? Uh, well, extinct is funny because dinosaurs are extinct and uh, I suppose he's not laughing because he still doesn't get it. It's best if we press on. A dinosaur joke number two. What do you call a sleeping dinosaur? A dino snore. See, Bob, the crickets love it. Dino snore. That's a classic. You get that one right, Bob? Snore sounds like sore, which is the end of the word dinosaur. So the comedy comes from a sound alike. Ah! <laughs> a sound alike, Bob. Isn't that better the more I explain it, Bob? Now you get it, you can laugh at it. Ready? Laugh. Okay, you're not laughing. Let's just press on to the next dynamite joke. Dinosaur joke number three. I was talking to a dinosaur friend of mine. When was it? Uh, not last week. He was actually in the process of doing some home renovations, wasn't he? I said to him, What are you putting on your kitchen floor, dinosaur? Hardwood? Linoleum? He looked at me, square in the eye he does, and he says, Mr. Shoes, I'm a dinosaur. I'm installing reptiles. <laughs> oh, that keeps me young. Do you get that one, Bob, the station manager? Rep 
reptiles. Tiles, the common option for flooring, but it's the second half of the word reptiles, which is the grouping of animals that dinosaurs fall into. Ah, slays me every time. You like that one, Bob? Okay, clearly you're not cultured enough for that line of comedy. But don't worry, I've got another 50 to pick from. And I can send you home with this booklet I've written just here. It's called Mr. Schnooze's Secrets of Comedy and Why I'm So Darn Funny. The I'm being me, Mr. Schnooze, the funniest manager of the Flewsville factory in all of Flewsville forever and ever and ever and ever and ever ad infinitum, written by Mr. Schnooze with a foreword by Whoopi Goldberg. She's an old friend of mine. How's that? Would you like that, Bob? Maybe you'll read this and finally understand what funny is. (laughs) Okay, it's gestures like that, Bob, that make me glad this is an audio-only medium. Done to dinosaur joke number four. Yeah. <coughs> what do you call a paleontologist who sleeps all the time? Lazy bones. <laughs> ah, that's the reaction we need. That's the sign of good comedy. Polite applause. Ah, that one never fails, does it, Bob? You know, Bob, it takes more muscles to frown than to smile. All right, the reason that's funny, Bob, is because lazy bones is something you'd call someone who's exceptionally lazy. It's a turn of phrase. And paleontologists sleeping all the time, you could call them lazy bones because they're not working. But on top of that, what's funny about it is paleontologists dig up bones. (laughs) Bob, do you get it now? Lazy bones and they deal with bones. Okay, let's just move on. I'm actually glad we're talking about comedic education here because, as everybody knows, I pride myself on being a constant source of inspiration for young, up-and-coming comedians. And this week, I've clearly changed a lot of lives as the inbox here is overflowing with letters and emails and autograph requests from our eager listeners, including one email that stood out from an insatiable Flewsville fan that I am going to read out today on the show. It isn't dinosaur themed, so this fan has already lost a few points, but let's just see how the joke lands. Maybe Bob's face will crack and he can finally smile. Here we go. (coughs) Which is faster, heat or cold? Heat, because you can catch a cold. And my fan went on to say... And the entire joke explains it too. Oh, now that is good. The joke is fairly self-explanatory for the geniuses like us, Flewsville fan and I. But for the bobs of the world, always remember, explaining the joke with as much specific detail as possible is what makes it funny. Your joke is funny, Flewsville fan, because you've used the phrase catch a cold in a different context that gives it new meaning in relation to the question. See, now it's even funnier. If you, Flewsville fans, would like to send in your jokes to see if they're up to my high standard and get some well-deserved criticism, send them to jokes at gokidgo.com. Now, let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. We're finally at our tongue twister of the day on Flewsvania, and it's dinosaur-themed. <laughs> That's pretty dynamite. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, snoozy. How do you do it? All right, I'm going to say this dinosaur tongue twister and then you can try and say it too. Then we'll really get going and see if we can say it three times fast. Are you ready, Fluesmania kiddos? And away we go. Ten tyrannical tyrannosaurs traipsing toward the tremendous trickster. Now that my tongue's twisted, I'm going to say it three times really, really fast. And you can say it along with me. Ready? Here we go. Ten tyrannical tyrannosaurs traipsing together to the tiniest tree dome. Ten T-Rex trying to tiptoe to Thailand on Wednesday. Seven teapots crying into their trampolines. Uh, So to the best of my knowledge, that's entirely correct, right? Uh, Right? Yeah. That tongue twister really did twist my tongue. I'll tell you that for nothing. I hope you did better than I did. This was a tricky one, wouldn't you say? Well, let's say it together and slowly this time. Ready? (coughs) Ten tyrannical tyrannosaurs traipsing toward the tremendous trickster. There, we got it. Would you look at that? Not that I was losing face or anything, but what a time we've had telling dinosaur jokes and doing tongue twisters on the Fluesmania show. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it's Mr. Schnooze, the manager of the Fluesville Factory, bringing you Fluesvania, the fun-filled Flues challenge for kiddos of all ages. Today is Joke Fest Day, where I'll be telling five jokes and sharing a tongue twister you can try and say. Let's just see if you can keep up with my comedic prowess. I am the expert, after all. You can also learn my genius jokes and share them with your friends. Providing you give me proper credit. Now come along with me down to me joke vault. This is where I keep my best jokes, safe from Waffle and Martha. Uh, Not that they'd steal them, of course. It's more that they'd eat them. Martha once ate an entire dictionary because someone told her to eat her words. (laughs) Anyway, here we are. What type of joke should I tell today? Jokes about chairs? Uh, No, I'll table that for later. Jokes about shapes? Uh, We can circle back. Uh, Oh, I know. 
Here we are. Today, I'm going to tell five perfect jokes about pirates. And I bet these are jokes you'll certainly treasure. <laughs> oh, Mr. Snooze, save it for the jokes. All right, people can only handle so much genius. Here we go. Five jokes about pirates. Precarious pirate joke number one. How do pirates prefer to communicate? Eye to eye. Ah, comedy night name is homonym. Eye to eye is a phrase used to describe how people talk when looking at each other in the eye. But the pirate's specific exclamation of eye or eye eye sounds very similar to the aforementioned way of conversing. Eye eye, eye eye. Do you get it? Bob, the station manager, seems to be really taking it in. His eyes are closed. Yes, Bob. Great. Process the comedy. There we go. Here is pirate joke number two. What kind of grades did the pirate get in school? High C's. See, even the crickets have a good sense of humour. And they would. I guess they're harping on for a good homonym and their wish was granted. You see, high C can be a score a child receives after doing a test in the US school system. And high seas, as in the ocean, is where you'll find pirates. Do you understand why it's funny now? You haven't laughed, Bob. Here, let me go into much greater detail. <coughs> The dictionary states the definition of ocean is a... Okay, he's shaking his head, which means he doesn't need the explanation because he gets it. Good. You're doing so well, Bob. Goodness me. I knew you'd get there eventually. Now, on to prime pirate joke number three. There was a pirate I once knew who showed up to our luncheon with brand new piercings in his ears. One gold hoop in each ear. I said, my goodness gracious, blacker beard. Tell me, how much did that ear piercing cost you? He looks at me and he says, well, Mr. Schnooze, it was a buccaneer. <laughs> oh, no, that's comedy. A buccaneer. Homonym, you cheeky devil. You strike again. You see, a buccaneer is a term for a pirate specifically off the Spanish coast. But what I've done is use a sound alike for a cost. You see, a buck or a dollar per ear piercing. Therefore, it is a buck an ear. But also the Spanish pirate term buccaneer. Oh, that's good. That's good as gold, actually. You could bury that joke and it'd become treasure. You like that one, don't you, Bob? Okay, don't tell me to bury all the jokes. Then we wouldn't be able to do this. Uh, actually, Bob, before you talk, I don't think I need a comment on that. Let's press on to our peer-reviewed pirate joke number four. What's a pirate's favourite part of a song? The hook! <laughs> ah, this one isn't too hard to understand, is it, Bob? It's another homonym, obviously. Pirates are known to commonly have hooks for hands, but the catchy part of any song is also called the hook. 
<laughs> that one's got to tickle your funny bones. What do you think about that one, Bob? He's just stepped out to catch his breath, I'm sure, and take some intensive notes, which I couldn't blame him for. I am, after all, a comedic expert. And I love fostering new comedians from around the world, not just in Flewsville. In fact, I've inspired a lot of human kiddos. We've had a lot of letters and emails and three carrier pigeons with kids trying their hand at comedy. And today, I've decided to read one Flusville fan's joke. This is from a very special Flusville fan, and I want to give them a chance. Let's see how funny and studious this Flusville fan is. <coughs> Why did the robber take a bath? Because he wanted to make a clean getaway. Oh, I see. That's very good, actually. Now, let me explain specifically why it's funny. First of all, a clean get... Oh, wait. Would you look at that? They've added a little note on the back. You see, because clean is a way to say that you are, well, clean, and clean getaway is a way to say that you get away from something without messing up. Not the smoothest explanation, but still quite good. I always appreciate the explanation because it clarifies the comedy. 50 points to the Flusville fan! Mind you, 48 points are for the explanation alone. I think Bob could certainly learn a thing or two from you. Now, if any of you would like to send in jokes and see if they pass this professional's harsh scrutiny, send them to jokes at gokidgo.com. That's jokes at gokidgo.com. Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. We have arrived at the tongue twister of the day on Flusmania. I'm going to say the tongue twister and then you can try and say it too. Then we'll really get going and see if we can say it three times fast. Are you ready for a pirate-based tongue twister flues mania, kiddos? Here we go. Pristine pirates plunder and pillage for precarious porridge and pretty plums. Pa 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 pa. That is pretty tricky. There's a lot of pee there. And I've already had eight glasses of water. Now, that's got my tongue well and truly twisted. I'm going to try and say it three times fast. Really fast, in fact. And you can try and say it with me. Ready? Three, two, one. Go! A pristine pirates plunder and pillage for precarious porridge and please plums, please pots and pans and goats and dance and do the tango with Timmy tonight because play Monopoly and steal snakes and ladders. And that, to the best of my knowledge, was entirely correct. Alright, I guess that did get my tongue twisted and it was quite challenging. I hope you did better than I did. Let's try and say it together, and slowly. Are you ready? Here we go. Pristine pirates plunder and pillage for precarious porridge and pretty plums. Oh, there we go. We did it. Well done, everyone. What a 
ponderous but perfect time we've had telling pirate jokes and doing the pirate-based tongue twister on the Flues Mania show. Oh, and remember, if you've got a joke you want me to judge harshly, don't hesitate. Send your jokes to jokes at gokidgo.com. Until next time, keep laughing and have a great day. This is Mr. Snooze signing off. Ta-ta for now. Go, kid, go. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe, Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio.